Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Good afternoon, delight, and welcome to the show, The Sugary Spiceness and Everything Niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colican District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. How goes it, Max? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. How's uh, the final week of school been? Cold. Cold. It has <laughs> been wet, windy, and ridiculous. Like, I know it's yeah. winter, but did it all have to come at once? Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> I can't cope with this. How's the holidays panning out for you? you got any major plans or uh, camping with mates? Oh, nice. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Going anywhere in particular? Um, not quite sure yet, but yeah, figure it out with the weather. Go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably very, very dependent as to uh, where you go, so you don't get flooded <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, I haven't um, really got any major plans at this stage. I think these are usually the holidays that I uh, chillax yeah. and try and get some sort of rest in because uh, the first lot I go pretty crazy and see as many different comedy shows as I can during the comedy oh, festival. Yeah. And then the third lot of holidays in September, there's usually a major scout thing on. Yeah. So I'm away for at least a week or more <laughs> with that, which uh, I think will be happening this year. <laughs> There's another one later in the year. I don't know. <laughs> Lots of stuff, fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, so um, today on the show we've got a, uh, a tried-and-true friend uh, in Fanta. Yeah. Um, some fun things to share about that. But before we jump in with Fanta, let's find out what's new on the shelf. What's new, Radio Max, what have we got that is new on the shelf this week? The Nutella biscuits. Hmm. Yeah, not just Nutella that you have that little dippy stick thing and smear Nutella all over whatever. Actually, most of the Nutella things are just the Nutella in a tub that you eat with that little scoop. Is this the first? Oh, we've had those Nutella, like they're long, almost bread sticks. Yeah. Yeah. What were they called? I can't remember. Was it Be Ready or was that... Am I yeah, thinking... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Be Ready. Bready. <laughs> but these are, yeah, Nutella biscuits. Yeah. Um, okay. So they're round. Yeah, they're circle with a circle of chocolate in the middle. Yep. And indentations. And then an, uh, a heart. In the centre of it, with an N on it. For Nutella. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a very strange way, like it's a filled biscuit, so it's Nutella filling, but it's not a sealed biscuit. Yeah. It's like biscuit base, Nutella, and then a mini biscuit kind of stamped into the Nutella. Yeah, just pushed into it. That's a very different way of doing it. So for those who might have had Nutella before, hazelnut spread... Yep. Um, so it says it's a biscuit filled with hazelnut spread with cocoa. Oh, gosh. Mm. This is going to be very chocolatey. Because <laughs> Nutella has that very nutty taste, being the yep. hazelnut, but added cocoa. Hazelnut spread with cocoa. Intriguing. Okay. Interesting the packaging has gone with the, the wheat biscuits up the front. But then in the background... Just a, a mug with an apple and some oranges. Oh. I don't think I would sit down to eat these with fruit. They might be like a breakfast thing. Maybe that's what they're trying to imply. Yeah. 
but they're described as crunchy biscuits with a creamy heart of Nutella. And the the heart kind of has those indentations you're talking about kind of radiating out of it, a bit like the yeah. sun. Yeah. So mm. I'm not quite sure what their marketing ploy is with this one. Made in North Sydney. What have we got? Sugars. Per 100 grams, it's 35.8 grams of sugar. Aye. So kind of lower on the scale than some other biscuits. But uh, the plain biscuits we had from Arnott's a couple mm. of weeks ago, kind of in that realm. Yeah. Um, but I think the chocolatey spread would definitely <laughs> bump mm. up the numbers there. Yeah. Okay. Um, sniff test doing anything for you or are you uh, ready to chomp into it? Just smells like that hazelnut. Spread. Yeah. Okay. So there's no wheaty... <laughs> no, not really. Hints, no. Okay, well, have a crunch on that. Let me know uh, what it's doing for you. It's got that wheaty biscuit taste. Mm-hmm. And then the Nutella gives it that cocoa sweetness to the biscuit. Mm. Yeah, Nutella is such a unique flavour because it's hazelnut you, you get so used to chocolate spreads, chocolate coatings that I forget how good Nutella is <laughs> I think I might have said on the show before one of my favourite things as a kid well not really a kid, I was a teenager because I started working at a bakery and we used to serve toast in the mornings to people as they came in and there was this guy that used to come in and get toasted raisin bread spread with Nutella oh yeah and I tried it one day, and I was like, this guy's onto something. <laughs> because the, the fruit bread already has those, you know, aromatic spices and the sultanas and stuff like that. And then the chocolatiness of the melted Nutella, yeah, it really did add an, an extra kick to it. It was real good. But, uh, yeah, so this is an interesting blend. That hazelnut filling, I know they're saying cocoa. Yeah. But it really is just the ha- like the... Nutellary taste that's coming through. Mm-hmm. It's doing all the heavy lifting. The the wheat biscuit is very plain. <laughs> it's not like, you know, the chocolate wheaten biscuit, which is like that circular wheat biscuit that has chocolate-coated base. Yeah. It's a nice combination with the really smooth texture through the centre. Mm-hmm. And the biscuit is nice and crunchy. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think I'd really like the plain biscuit on its own. It, it's quite bland. Yeah. The Nutella is what makes the, the mainstay. Serving size is one piece. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've got them in a bag. I did see that they're sold in packs of either three or six individual kind of sachet sort of things. Oh, yeah. So if you're doing kind of lunchbox snack, you'd have to be <laughs> chopping them up and uh, giving one at a time. Yeah. That's intriguing. Um, overall, what are you giving them? I reckon I'm one thumb up. One out of two? Yeah. Good stuff. Righty-ho then. Well, we'll pop that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, and we're going to take a very, very, very quick break before we return with the ins and outs of Fanta. time and afternoon delight to investigate the history of Fanta. Now, uh, you're a fan of Fanta, Max? Yeah, it's good. Pretty good? (laughs) Yeah. It's one of the ones that, yeah, if I'm going for soft drink, it's usually a lemony one. Like, used to be Lyft. Now (laughs) I guess it's that Sprite 2.0 or whatever the heck that stuff is. Sprite Plus. Sprite Plus, that's what it is. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. I will occasionally get that, but I'm starting to gravitate more towards Fanta. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, it just doesn't have the lemony zest that uh, Lyft used to have. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, probably ginger beer and stuff like that take precedence. <laughs> but uh, there's a very interesting history to Fanta, which we have shared on the show previously, but it's before we were doing podcasts of the episodes. Yeah. So um, strap yourself in. <laughs> so Fanta is an American-owned drink now. But it is a German brand of fruit-flavoured carbonated drinks. And during the Second World War, the US had established a trade embargo due to, you know, Germany being run by Nazis. So they wouldn't export Coca-Cola syrup. (laughs) And the Germans loved 
Coca-Cola. So a guy named Max Keith, who was the head of Coca-Cola in Germany, decided to create a new product for the German market using only ingredients available in Germany at the time. So that included sugar beet, whey, which is a byproduct of cheese, and you might think of uh, Little Miss Muffet sitting on her tuffet eating her curds and whey, that stuff, and apple pomace. So these were basically the solid remains of apples that when they've been kind of mushed up, that's the leftover stuff. So it's the leftovers of leftovers, (laughs) all these ingredients. The name was the result of a brainstorming session which started with Keith saying to his team, come on, use your imagination, which in German is pronounced, use your fantasy. (laughs) And one salesman just said, Fanta. (laughs) And it was born. Uh, So the German plant was cut off from the Coca-Cola headquarters following America's entry into the war after the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor in 1941. And then after the war, the Coca-Cola company regained control of the plant, therefore the formula and all the trademarks of the new product, Fanta, and all the profits that had been made throughout the war as well. They're like, yep, we'll have that too, thanks. Mm-hmm. In 1943 alone, three million cases of Fanta were sold in Germany. A lot of the bottles weren't consumed as a beverage, but were used as cooking ingredients, adding sweetness and flavour to soups, stews, and because sugar had been rationed, they were kind of using that as their sugar substitute. Uh, Also during the war, the Coca-Cola plant in Amsterdam suffered the same difficulties as the German Coca-Cola one, so Keith put the Fanta brand at the disposal of the Dutch Coca-Cola plant, as he was the official caretaker at the time. Dutch Fanta had a different recipe from German Fanta, as they had elderberries as one of their main ingredients. And um, after that, Fanta production was discontinued, when German and Dutch Coca-Cola branches were reunited with their parent company in 1945, and following the launch of several different drinks in the 1950s by Pepsi, Coca-Cola relaunched Fanta in 1955 with a different formulation. So it was heavily marketed then in Europe, Asia, Africa and South America, though it wasn't really widely available in the US until the 1960s because the company feared that it would undermine Coke, as <laughs> even though it was being manufactured um, as a product of Coca-Cola, they didn't want it to topple their Coke sales. So even then, its availability was spotty at best until after the 1980s, due to a sister brand called Minute Maid, kind of a lemonade orange juice product, selling similar products under its own name. It wasn't until 2001 that Fanta finally received a national push in the US due to the growing Hispanic population and the drink's popularity in Latin America. (laughs) How crazy is that? That Fanta's been around since, you know, the 60s in the US, but they haven't really been drinking it until the early 2000s. I just assumed that it's just always been there alongside Coca-Cola. But no, there you go. So in February 2015... A 75th anniversary version of Fanta was released. It was packaged in glass bottles, very much like the original design, and the authentic original wartime flavour had 30% whey and pomace. So it was a little bit less sweet than the version we get today, but it was very much the German original. They wanted to have an ad that referenced the history of the drink and use the feeling of the good old times, but... They decided against it because that might be like, hey, remember when the Nazis were ruling Germany? Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) So they decided against that ad campaign. Yeah. Across the decades, there have been more than 200 different flavours of Fanta. Wow. You mainly associate it with orange. Yeah. um, Because the orange flavour... Uh, outside of America contains actual orange juice, but the American version doesn't. It just has artificial sweetener. So in Mexico, Fanta is made with sugar. The US version has that high fructose corn syrup that they put in everything over there. Um, In the UK, the sugar content was reduced in 2017, and there's now no sugar versions, which uh, we have here in Australia. And, um, yeah, there's been so many different Fantas over the years. 
Have you had a favourite version of Fanta flavours? Um, the orange is always good. Yeah, pretty good? Yeah. I know there was one recent that we had that had like a cantaloupe or melon flavour to it, but I can't remember if that was Fanta or not. Yeah. Maybe? I can't remember. I remember there was a bright blue Fanta. Oh, yeah. Was that... It was a blue raspberry too, Blue raspberry, yeah. But um, every so often they'll put out a range of limited edition, like grape or um, peach, pineapple, that sort of stuff. At the moment, the uh, flavour of the month is the raspberry uh, Fanta. And I did see that Coke have gone down the raspberry line again at the moment. Or is it Cherry? One of them. (laughs) But, yeah, when I was uh, overseas in Thailand... The wall of Fanta flavours was incredible. They had so many different things. Um, apple punch, um, yeah. cherry, gre- like there was red apple and green apple, like <laughs> so many different flavours, blueberry and the like. So, um, yeah, let us know. Do you have a favourite flavour when it comes to Fanta? And we'll pop that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. And we shall return after this. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time and afternoon delight to go head to head with a couple of Fanta flavours. Now, you may notice something, uh, Max, in the studio. Yeah. I've got two identical bottles of Fanta except for one thing. One has sugar, one does not. Uh-huh. <laughs> you might notice something about those two bottles. Yeah. The no sugar one is so dark orange. Yeah. Which begs the question, what is in it to replace the sugar that changes the colour so much? Like... It is very noticeable, putting them side-by-side comparison. Yeah. Now, both of them are made in Australia from imported and local ingredients. Water, food acid, flavour, sweetener, preservative. What have we got in the regular, if that's what you want to call it, bottle of Fanta that is different? So it's got sugar, orange juice from concentrate. So it's 2.1% orange. The other one, it doesn't actually say, it just says flavour and sweetness. So it doesn't say that the no sugar has orange in it. (laughs) Preservatives, natural colour. So the reason that the Fanta with sugar is a lighter colour seems to me because it's actually got orange juice in it. The no sugar one (laughs) doesn't say anything about natural flavours. It just says flavour and sweetener. It looks like an artificial sort of thing. It looks like a science experiment. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to go head-to-head with the normal Fanta and the no sugar, but I've also managed to pick up these Fanta-flavoured Mentos. Yeah. Uh, So we'll we'll pit those against. And then we've got uh, the raspberry, which only comes in no sugar that I could find. I couldn't find a sugar version of that. So we're going to go sugar versus no sugar first. Yeah. Well. And do you want to start out no sugar or sugar or? Let's do the sugar. Sugar as first. Like a yep. Yeah. Quality <laughs> control. Yep. So when it's poured out in the cup, it looks similarly orange. Yep. And I don't know if we've got a, a scale of colour to compare it to. It's almost like fluorescent orange mm. when it's in the cup. Yeah, not kind of your highlighter orange or anything like that yeah i don't know what to compare it to well (laughs) there is a shades of fanta palette (laughs) apparently the official register of color names fanta is ff8300 that's the color it's meant to be but then you look at the no sugar and say hang on a second how does that work (laughs) okay let's find out uh, what is in this here fanta Got that strong taste in it. Mm-hmm. It yeah, definitely got an orange tang to it. Yeah. And the carbonation is quite stingy. <laughs> yeah. Um, fresh out of the bottle. 
It's got a citrusy aftertaste. Yeah. It almost tastes like a cordial. Mmm. Not quite your Coddy's yeah. style. But yeah, I can, I can see we getting that idea. But yeah, it, it tastes like spicy orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if we go then to the no sugar version, which... Sounded a lot fizzier. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It is a much darker orange when poured out. Yeah. Like even just looking in the bottle, you can see the... Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know how to describe how much darker that is. It's almost red, to be honest. And, yeah. And yet we've got the raspberry, which is most definitely a red. <laughs> so to try and uh, put it into a, a spectrum of colour, it's it's on the red scale of orange. <laughs> this one's more fluorescent than the other one. Yeah, that's right. When you were saying fluorescent, I was like, oh, hang on, I think we've got uh, another one coming. Yeah. But this one's a- like the highlighter. Yes, oh. yeah. The, if have you if you ever have made glow in the dark stuff by putting highlighters into water and letting the oh, okay. <laughs> stuff seep out, this is what <laughs> it looks like. <laughs> okay, righto. Let's down the hatch with this one and see if the no sugar has uh, any really obvious changes in taste. I reckon it's fizzier, but not as strong taste. No. And it definitely tastes less orange. Yeah. It's not as yeah, it's not as tingly either. And I'm not sure if it's the less carbonation or Now the interesting thing about these is if you get them in, you know, fast food restaurants or anything like that, that is a syrup that is pre mixed and then just added to a carbonated soda flavour. Yeah. So it tastes different to what you would be getting in cans and bottles. Yeah. Yeah, this one's got more of a, a bitey aftertaste. Yep. It's definitely not as... It, you can taste that there's not the orange juice in it. It's got an orangey-ish flavour, but it's... Yeah, it's not as citrusy. Mm-hmm. Which begs the question, what is the actual flavour? Yeah. Yeah. And what they use instead of sugar. Yep. How are you comparing the two? I reckon I like the original one better. Yep. Yeah, me too. The no sugar, I'm assuming, would be technically better for you. Yeah. But I can't see the the helpful... Oh, hang on, there we go. So, normal Fanta has a one-star health rating. No sugar has a three-and-a-half-star health rating. Oh, yeah. So, despite the fact that it should be better for you, it tastes worse. Yeah. Um, which then, yeah, begs the question, what the heck is in fake Fanta? <laughs> uh, do we want to go Mentos next, or do we go down the raspberry train? I reckon we should do the Mentos, mm. so that's orange. Orange versus orange? Yeah. So this is basically just to see, have they nailed the the flavour? So they're in the orange Fanta pack, there's kind of floating orange uh, segments in the background. Yeah. I had a pineapple Mentos the other day that was uh, kicking around from <laughs> a long time ago when we did the pineapple Mentos. Man, it still had a lot of bite in it. <laughs> okay, colour-wise? I reckon it looks almost like a yellowy. Yeah, like a peachy colour. Yeah. It's not very orange. There's some orange flecks. Yeah. But it's very plain colour. Yeah. We'll see. Um, oh, it's solid. <laughs> I'm trying to think, do I normally chew on Mentos or? Hmm. Oh, okay. So the shell is quite hard. It's got an orangey taste. Hmm. I think they're just cashing in on Fanta's popularity. Mm-hmm. I think it just tastes like an orange Mentos. Yeah. Because. They are able to replicate the fizziness of carbonation in a a Mentos shell, if they really want to. They've done it previously with other flavours. But this one very much just tastes like orange Mentos. Or an orange chew. It doesn't even taste (laughs) like Mentos in its natural form is minty. So it does 
highlight the fact that Fanta is a trademark of the Coca-Cola company. Chewy orange flavoured confectionery. Yeah, it's it's got orange juice through it, so I'm calling that. Yeah. Orange flavour, but not necessarily Fanta. It'd have more <laughs> of a, a sting to it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, last one then. The raspberry. Now, as I said, this one I can only find in the no sugar variety. It's almost like a pink when you're pouring it out. Hmm. I'm a fan of pink lemonade. You don't see it often anymore. Schweppes used to do uh, bottles of it, which is just strawberry-flavoured lemonade. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I haven't seen it in ages, come to think of it. It is almost a pink in Mm. the cup. Yeah, when you're looking right through it, there used to be a medication called Dimitap. (laughs) And it had cherry-flavoured versions that looked like this. Oh. Back in the day before uh, medicine <laughs> tasted okay for children. <laughs> Those kids these days, they don't know what it was like <laughs> when medicine tasted awful, but it was good for you. Yeah. Now they just fill it with sugar. Okay. I, I, you got a lot of bubbles compared to the other Fanta. Yeah. This, <laughs> possibly more carbonation, perhaps. I don't know if it's a different formulation, but uh, it's got a three and a half star health rating. So it's in line with the other no-sugar one. It so looks like it's got artificial colours, though. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, that's a very good point. Does it have carbonated water, flavour, food acid, sweetener, preservative? So, it's again, it doesn't have natural juices in it yeah. like the original Fanta does. The no-sugar varieties just have that artificial one. That's probably so they can balance it out uh, artificially, flavour-wise, so that it isn't too tart. Okay, I'm not getting the uh, the raspberry cordial I was hoping for flavour. No. It does have a raspberry-ish taste. Yeah. Like, if I was doing a blind taste test, I'd be able to call that raspberry, I think. Yeah. But the thing with Fanta, it leaves this certain coating on your tongue, like that umami flavour. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh-huh. in between sweet, sour, kind of. Yeah. Whereas that, the raspberry one, it's not leaving a nice taste in my mouth at all. Mm-hmm. Don't know about you. It's different. <laughs> it's leaving like a chemically film almost. Yeah. I'm thinking I want to go back to <laughs> have a drink of Fanta to, to put a nice flavour in my mouth. Yeah. Or at least have a, an orange Mentos to... Yeah. Try and get some sort of fruity flavour. But, um, okay, how are you ranking these things? I reckon the way we had it. <laughs> In that order? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think the top of the range was the Fanta with sugar in it, despite the fact <laughs> that it's only one star on the, the health rating. Then I'm not a huge fan of the raspberry. Yeah. I wanted to like that, but the, the orange is definitely one out. I might say... Sugar Fanta, like normal Fanta, then Raspberry, then no Sugar Fanta. Yeah. Just because I can't quite get my head around what the no Sugar Fanta tasted like. But then again, I've got the same problem with the no Sugar Raspberry. Yeah. It's very blech. <laughs> um, okay, well, we'll pop that up on the Facebook page as well. Let us know your thoughts, and we'll be back with the sweetest tune. Afternoon Delight for our sweetest tune and as we are uh, Fanta themed today we're heading back to the German origins of the word <laughs> which was uh, fantasy. Yeah. Now uh, I was fighting hard to get uh, Earth, Wind and Fire but uh, who have you chosen for us Max? <laughs> Mariah Carey. Oh, okay yeah. It's not even Christmas. What is she doing <laughs> out of her... Uh... <laughs> uh, so yeah she's got a song called Fantasy which was released in 1995 from her fifth album, Daydream. It was written and produced by Mariah and Dave Hall, and it samples a song from 1981 called Genius of Love by the Tom Tom Club. Uh, there is a, a remix of this um, that has uh, a rap version in it 
from uh, Old Dirty Bastard from the, the Wu-Tang Clan, but we'll be playing just the uh, original. Yeah. Um, but apparently Kerry arranged to assist uh, a, a crossover into the hip-hop market and credits Old Dirty Bastard for introducing R&B and hip-hop into uh, the mainstream pop culture and popularising <laughs> rap as a feature act. Uh, so when it was released, Fantasy received critical acclaim. Um, a lot of reviewers saying that, uh, yeah, she was pretty dang awesome. It topped the charts in Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and the United States, and reached the top 10 in 13 other countries. And this is what it sounds like. on Afternoon Delight, our sweetest tune. Yeah. And uh, we shall return right after this with a recipe to uh, try out, so don't go anywhere. 
something up with me. On Afternoon Delight, let's jump in the kitchen. Max, what are we cooking up? Fanta cakes. Yeah, Fanta cakes. Yeah. Now, these are apparently quite a popular German cake throughout the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. The birthday cake of choice. <laughs> and it uses Fanta in the, the recipe, which we have seen cakes before that use lemonade or uh, other sweet carbonated beverages. Yeah. You could technically use any orange flavored sodas but panda is the the go today yeah so what do you need five eggs at room temperature 200 grams of granulated sugar eight grams of vanilla sugar 350 grams of flour two teaspoons of baking powder 125 ml of sunflower or vegetable oil 200 ml of Fanta. Then for the icing, 200 grams of icing sugar and 25 ml of Fanta. Oh, so there's Fanta in the cake and Fanta in the icing. Yeah. Righto. To make it, you preheat the oven to around 175 degrees Celsius, greasing a baking tray with butter or line a baking tray with parchment paper. Mix in the flour and baking powder in a bowl and set aside. Using a handheld or stand mixer, whisk the eggs and sugar and vanilla sugar for five minutes until they start to foam. Add the oil and flour in little portions to the egg mixture, alternating between the two. At the end, add the Fanta to the dough. Beware of overmixing the dough as you do not want the Fanta to turn flat. Pour the cake batter into the prepared tray. Bake in the oven for approximately 25 to 30 minutes. Test if your cake is cooked by inserting a toothpick into the centre of the cake, and if it comes out clean, it's done. And to decorate, sieve the icing sugar into a bowl, Now add the Fanta liquid while stirring continuously. When you achieve a thick consistency, you can spread it over the cake and decorate with sprinkles or confetti. Well, you can pretty much add uh, all sorts of different things to to decorate your cake, but they definitely sound like uh, simple decorations. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we'll pop that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page if you'd like to have a go at making that yourself. And a quick news update for those who haven't seen it yet. Uh, sad news this week, Max. Yeah. Tragic news from Alan's Lollies uh, that's caused quite a bit of a furor online. Yeah. Lots of people are up in arms about the announcement that Fantails are going to be stopping production. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, it's it's odd because Alan's recently turned from the, the plastic wrap to the paper bags, and so the Fantails have had that new design. They're in the new paper bag, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and they've said that uh, as of the end of July, they will be no more. Oh, no. I oh, know. <laughs> Do you have any particular Fantail memories, or uh, are you a Fantail family? Yeah, they're pretty good. Yep. Right. Good snack at movies and stuff. Yeah, that's it. it. Like chewy, so you mm-hmm. keep quiet. Yeah, <laughs> and they've got that movie trivia to go with them as well that you yeah. can uh, do around the table or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, sad in that regard. I think they haven't tied into a certain thing, so they are really good for a movie snack. They they were actually one of the first lollies we talked about on Afternoon Delight because we launched on Mother's Day where we were having a movie themed episode of the show so we're talking about movies and lollies so that's uh where that came from but uh yeah they haven't i guess locked themselves into a certain market they're still just that on the lolly shelf you will buy it in the mood sort of things yeah they're not locked into a certain deal like m&ms and the like they have the tie-ins with you know mcflurry and stuff like that yeah uh fantails are very much a, a lolly that you've got to be wanting to go out and buy yeah So it's been covered by numerous media outlets uh, across the week. 
But uh, the particular story that we're reading from is from news.com.au with the headline, uh, One of Australia's Most Iconic Lollies, The Fantail, is being discontinued. So the Fantail is being discontinued after nearly a century. Manufacturer Nestle made the shock announcement on Tuesday that the chocolate-covered caramels famed for the movie star stories on their wrappers would stop being produced from next month. The decision follows declining sales and the need for significant and expensive upgrades to continue to make fantails at the Nestle Melbourne Confectionery Factory, the company said. We know the decision to stop making fantails will be sad for everyone. Many of us grew up with fantails and have fond memories. Despite the sense of nostalgia that fantails evoke, unfortunately, people simply aren't buying them as often as they used to. He said the equipment needed to make fantails would need significant investment. Um, it's been increasingly difficult to get the parts we need to maintain it, and with declining sales, replacing it isn't viable. So, fantails were first created back in 1930 when the golden age of Hollywood had people flocking to the movies, and to ride the wave, the chewy caramels were wrapped in fan tails of actors and musicians on its wrappers. Uh, the New York Times once declared it Australia's most defining lolly. And so Nestle's general manager says, whilst investment in the future fantails is not sustainable, we're continuing to invest in other Allen's lollies, including fan favourites such as Snakes Alive, Party Mix and Minties. Apparently all the staff from the fantails production line will be moved on to other roles within the Nestle factory. So uh, the last production of fantails will be mid-July, but they will be for sale in the interim whilst stocks last. There's thoughts that maybe it's a very good publicity stunt, because <laughs> how many people have gone out and bought every single packet of fantails left in existence? Yeah, the shelves are now empty. Um, so whether they will be back, who knows? They'll probably be taken away for a couple of months and brought back again, and mm-hmm. then everyone will be happy and buy them a lot again. Yeah, see, I think the thing is that the wrappers with all the little trivia bits and pieces have not changed in a long time. <laughs> Running out of information. To put well, on. I was watching a, a little video uh, throughout the week of the guy that used to write the rappers. Oh, yeah. And they used to be changed all the time. They'd, they'd put very vague information. I wouldn't say yeah. who they were married to or things like that, just in case, you know, that changed <laughs> three months after production or whatever. But, um, yeah, so uh, I, I think maybe if they'd updated the trivia bits maybe a bit more often. Yeah. Perhaps. I don't know. But yeah, you got until the end of July to get your fantails in. They're still producing them at the moment. So the end of the production is July. Yeah. But after that, um, you won't be able to buy them. So uh, we'll probably have what happened with all the other things like polywaffles and those other products that have dropped off the face of the earth. They may come back in some form down the track. And uh, yeah, for now... Um, all the details are uh, up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. They're not planning to reintroduce them at any stage at the moment, but we'll keep our finger <laughs> on the pulse as always. Yeah. So, um, yeah, while stocks last, I guess, people can get their final fantail hit. Yeah. And we are almost out of time, so we'll take a quick break and we'll be back to wrap up the show by unwrapping the Kinder Surprise. Let's find out what is inside this week's Kinder Surprise, Max. Broke it up a little bit. (laughs) Okay, chocolate's off. Down to the capsule. Ooh. It's pink. Very pink. Compared to our very orange Fanta that we had. Mm. Two pieces? Is it like a... There's three. Oh, three. It's a pink dolphin sort of thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then it's got like a blue see-through plastic piece as the water. Yeah. Now, these are real. 
Have you ever seen the the pictures of the pink dolphins? Yeah. I think they're now yeah, are these freshwater dolphins maybe compared to the I thought the salt would have made them go pink. Oh, uh, maybe it know. is. There's something special about where they live that that's why they're pink. The water is it's, is it Amazonian dolphins maybe? I'm, I'm sitting in front of Google. Why did I find this out? <laughs> pink dolphins. Uh, who are they and what are they? Amazon River dolphins. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, the Butu or the uh, pink river dolphin is a species of toothed whale, which is native to and exclusively in the South American uh, uh, waters. There you go. Pink dolphins. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. But they have a funnier, well, an odder look. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, the other dolphins. Yeah. Something about their... It's got like a longer nose yeah. sort of thing. Shorter dorsal fin. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Um, alrighty. Well, before we wrap up today, let's have a quick look on the Facebook page because uh, I uh, unfortunately <laughs> neglected to look back on the page um, last week. We had some comments on our Arnott's Biscuits from the week before that uh, I missed. So apologies to uh, Brianna. Uh, we were talking the head-to-head of uh, the family favourites, the cream favourites, and uh, she had a very succinct <laughs> reply to our request. <laughs> so uh, her faves are the Kingston's. She says she loves the crunchy biscuit with the soft but solid centre. A perfect uh, description there. And the Monte Carlo used to be amazing, but there's just not enough jam on them anymore. You can find a better version at another shop called Raspberry Creams, as they have perfect chewy jam ratio. <laughs> Good heads up there, Brianna. Well, yeah. uh, well spotted. But last week we were going bananas on the show, and uh, so Janine said that uh, there's a local shop in town that makes the best banana smoothies. I have to agree there, Janine. Um, and we also had uh, Megs on the the Facebook page with our head-to-head. No, it was, uh, what's new? Sorry, the yeah. Snifters. Said the Snifters are amazing. Yeah. Big fan of the uh, New Zealand products there. So let us know on the Facebook page if you've got uh, any favourite Fanta moments from the show today. And we're going to bust it open again. There was a, a recent Facebook post from another radio station that uh, reignited the conversation on an old segment that we used to have here on the show of uh, what would you like to see brought back? So maybe a snack from your childhood that's no longer on the shelves. Let us know if there's a particular favourite from your past and uh, we will let it into Max's head (laughs) that there were certain products that don't exist anymore because some of these things, uh, when I talk about them, He's like, polywaffle what? (laughs) And we would love, if there's anyone out there uh, that's really passionate about bringing these things back, if you'd like to jump on the mic here in the studio where we can uh, phone through and have a chat about your memories from the past when it comes to sweet treats or afternoon snacks of any form, uh, let us know. Jump on the Facebook page. There is a pinned post at the top called Bring It Back. We might share it again just as a bit of a reminder for folks to uh, jump on and let us know because uh, we've had a pretty good strike rate of the different revived products from when we started talking about them. And they brought back tubes, the chicken in a biscuit, and also the Burgerman and 3D Doritos. Uh, as well as spearmint leaves and caramel. So it was a pretty successful segment. <laughs> we, yeah. we put the call out, and lo and behold, um, these things might have just been you know, in the pipeline of happening anyway, but <laughs> we'll take the credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> so jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Let us know, do you have a favourite snack food from the past that you would like to see brought back? And uh, we might bring that segment back, see how many new snack foods we can get back on the shelves. But that is it for another week. Uh, thank you very <laughs> much for uh, tuning in to our Fanta C. <laughs> yeah. And feel free to jump on that Facebook page or you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au whether it's to let us know what you'd like to see brought back on the shelf or if you've got suggestions for future episodes. All things going well. We'll be back next week from three to do it all again. Bye-bye. See ya. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. 
My motto's always been when it's right, it's right Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night When everything's a little clear in the light of day And you know the night is always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's waking up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight Afternoon delight Afternoon delight Started out this morning feeling so polite I always thought a fish could not be caught It wouldn't bite But you got some better wet Now I think I might try Nibble in a little afternoon it's in flight Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight 